Hi, it's Paul Antonelli here. Welcome to another episode of the Ideal Business Podcast. One of the uh, criteria for assessing how your ideal business, how ideal your business is, which I've talked about, is uh, leverage. Uh, how leverageable is your business, and how could you? And, and what are the, what are some of the best mechanisms to leverage your business? One of the uh, one of, one of the greatest leverage tools or systems or models is franchising. Or licensing, you know, they can be sometimes those terms are used interchangeably. So, what I'm going to talk about today is, as you may know, may not know, we have a um, we have a survey on our website invisbiz.com where you can actually find out your franchise readiness score. So you go in there, and it takes a, and it takes a few minutes, and it gives you a percentage of a hundred of how franchise ready your business is. So it's a bit of a way of finding out. Uh, today, what I'm going to talk about is: um, Should you franchise? You know, is it something that's right for your business? And how do you go about? You know, initially, before you sort of spend a lot of time, effort, and money down that path, uh, knowing that uh, it's something that you should be looking at pursuing for your specific business. So here, I, so we're, obviously, we've worked with a lot of clients. We've, you know, franchise. I've got my own franchise business, and we've helped other businesses franchise their business as well. And always, uh, when we go down this path, we don't make an assumption that franchising or licensing is the right model. It's not, it's not actually the right model for all businesses or all business owners. And so today I'm just going to talk about some of the things to consider initially to see if it's something that you should explore further. So firstly, um, there's an idea of, you know, when we look at things that we're going to do with our business, and if you're building your ideal business, you put a different filter on it, which relates to your personal, uh, what you're wanting to achieve personally and the things that you like to do personally, how you like to operate within your business. So the first thing to consider, is it fit for you personally? Is it something that, you know, the franchising model, is it something that's going to suit the way that you like to do business and the way you like to operate? operate? This is, I think it's a very important thing to consider. And some of the things that you should consider when you're looking at that is, so for example, um, you know, what do you like spending your time on? You know, look at that because with franchising, in essence, what you'll end up doing is shifting your business from the service provider a business. So if you're, you know, for example, with ResiCert, our business, we do inspections, but we've shifted from an inspection business to a business that helps others build inspection businesses. So it's an important understanding. So you end up sort of morphing your business into, into a different business model. So things to consider. What do you want to, you know, in your business, what are the things you want to avoid and not do in your business? Uh, what's your appetite for and level of risk? You know, do you have an exit plan for your business? You know, when you, you know, you're looking at selling in five years time, you know, and what's going to best support that exit, that exit, do you believe? You know, where do you want to be in that one, three, and five years? And I'm talking a lot about this is also your own personal goals and how this gets supported by your business. And like everything, when you look at, um, when you look at the idea of creating your ideal business and if franchising is right, it needs to effectively, I believe it needs to not only provide an advantage to you and your business, but also it needs to solve some problems. And I'm, I might give you an example of what this looks like. Um, so, you know, personally, you might 
have a situation where you go, look, I don't, I really like, for example, you might like coaching and mentoring people. Uh, you like the idea of working with other business owners. You may not necessarily uh, love having lots of staff and engaging and managing staff. Uh, that sort of leads itself to uh, an idea of looking closely at a franchise model because that's what you end up becoming, a coach and a mentor to other business owners and helping them be successful. And so one of the things you look at closely is look at, you know, the the, the scope of franchising your business in essence means you won't be a employee or contractor-centric model. You'll end up being a business which is a, a network of other business owners. And so does that, how does that fit? How does that sit with you? Is that something you go, yeah, that could be really cool. I'd like that. There's obviously clear advantages and there's some pros and cons with that and they're worth considering as well. The other point then, once you look at that from a personal point of view, how you like to operate and what your preferences are, you don't ever mind having staff, you know, you don't mind having staff, all those sorts of things. The next thing to consider is, is it a fit for your, your ideal business model? So once you've sort of determined you know, closely, like, and we've talked about that, like your ideal scene and your business's ideal scene, does it fit? Does it actually fit? Does it enable you, if you looked at franchising, would it deliver, you know, move you closer to your ideal business? So, and and that's where the idea of the ideal business is that it's not someone else's business, it's the perfect business or the business that would be ideal for you and your life or what you want to achieve personally. So, Looking at franchising, will it deliver for you your ideal business outcomes? That's a key question. Of course, you need to have defined that, and I've talked about that in another podcast. And so it's really important to sort of understand that it's going to move you closer to that. So an example might be that, you know, you don't, you know, in your ideal business from a cash flow, you like cash flow positive, you don't want to have too much risk, you know. So you want to keep your debt to a minimum level. You're not really interested in bringing investors into your business. If you look at those and you go, yeah, that's actually, that that is me. That's something that um, would be ideal and I'd like to see in my ideal business, in my business. Then you might look at franchising and go, this could actually work because it ticks a lot of these boxes. So one of the things to consider is developing your ideal scene, your ideal business model and what that needs to look like and then putting that filter on the franchising approach, and will it get you closer to it? Next thing to, to consider, is it better for your clients? Is it better for your clients? Yeah. So, you know, we, we know that that it's important in all our businesses that if we remain client-centric with the innovation, and I've talked about uh, need and want interviews uh, in another podcast, which is learning, you know, where the opportunities for innovation and expansion are, uh, it's all about talking with your clients. Uh, so when you look at franchising, is it better for your clients? You know, if you if you can go through a process and look at some of the challenges that exist in the marketplace, exists in the service delivery or product delivery that you have at the moment, and if you looked at it and went, well, if we use a franchising model, yeah, um, it would actually deal with a lot of these issues for our clients. And so if that's the case, if it's a better outcome for your clients and resolves issues that your current business model doesn't do that well, then it could be really good to do that. It could be something to, to look at exploring. And an example would be, you know, you may not, at the moment in your business, you don't service 
and in the national the national areas or regional areas, large regional areas, because you say it's just too difficult for you to get staff there. But you know, there's people there or clients there that would use your services, and so that's an example of where you can better service clients, no matter where they are, because a franchise model is ideally suited to that sort of a rollout, if that makes sense. And so the need and want will outline that, but it's sort of thinking about your business and going, well, if we can, you know, if we can deliver this more effectively, an example would be as a, I guess if you look at the difference between using employees in your business and a franchise model, um, the first thing that sort of happens is that, you know, from a client perspective, if everyone who is interfacing with your clients thought, you know, really operated and thought like a business owner, they, and cause they knew their livelihood and their growth and their expansion and their, ongoing um, business profitability was linked to that, they put a lot more attention and effort into it. You know, they're prepared to go that little bit further. There's more motivation for that. That in itself we find across the different businesses that it provides a great motivator and does deliver a better service for our clients. Um, with ResiCert, we've got um, – we've, we've received over 10,000 testimonials from clients and the average score is always around that 92 93%. So we can deliver exceptional customer service to clients through this sort of model. And so we know that by being having a distributed model, having guys in location who understand the local conditions, all those sorts of things for the inspection business, it does deliver a better outcome for our clients. So that's an important thing to consider and to look at closely because if it does do that, then it's there's, there's some really great potential to look at using that model in your business. And of course, um, with all this sort of stuff, do the numbers stack up? So when you're, you know, I guess going through this initial should should I franchise, should I not franchise, I guess there's two questions. You know, one is, you know, as per that franchise readiness score, is your, ready, is your business ready to franchise? That's a, di- that's a different question because uh, you may actually have a business that's franchise ready, ready to rock and roll, but actually, it may not be appropriate based on some of the things that I've talked about today. So the, the other item is, it's all about the numbers. Do the numbers stack up and do they stack up for everyone? You know, it's, it's, been, it's surprising, you know, I often engage with businesses that I haven't been involved with franchising but already hitting off down that path and they haven't actually done a viability for a franchisee or for their own business in the franchise model, yeah, if that makes sense. So they've had a business and they've been running for four, five, six, seven years. Um, now they've chosen to franchise, and when we start having discussions, I, we, I talk about the the return on investment, the viability. You know, have you gone through that exercise? And it's surprising how many businesses don't do that before they go and look at franchising. And the two areas that need to be looked at very closely are firstly. Uh, from a franchisee's perspective, does it make sense? You know, their income level, the return on investment with regards to what they invest in the business are subject to their return. Typically, we like to see, you know, when we work with clients on a franchise model, um, the return on investment for a franchisee, they should get their investment back, you know, around 12 to 18 months. 18 months is probably the outside. Yeah, that's important. So there's a particular return on investment that's needed. And so we, we help clients determine that. And then the other thing then is to look at the the numbers that were used in that process and look at their business. So if it's your business, you've now franchised, so we assume you franchise and you're three years down the track. 
Does your business make sense financially? Does it stack up? You know, how does the profitability, is improved of profitability? Does it, you know, what does that look like? So there's, there's a requirement for a detailed financial analysis. There's no other way of doing this, uh, to make sure that before you embark on this, um, process of franchising, that the numbers do make sense for both the franchisee and for yourself as the franchisor. And so when you, when you look at this process, you've got to come up with some numbers. So you might look at, you know, you have to make some assumptions. You know, what are you going to sell a franchise for? What's the revenue split, royalty payments between yourself and the franchisee? Is it going to be other fees? What about marketing costs? You know, what costs in your business now will be covered by franchisees? You know, different levels of revenue. How does that look in your business? Sam, and ultimately what you're trying to determine is the return on investment for a franchisee and using a back-to-back approach in the analysis, the financial analysis, you know, looking at the rate of return or rate of investment, return on investment for your business, you know, what would you get? So that's an important, so there's some of the key things that I would sort of consider uh, when you're looking at franchising. Um, it's, it's, it's a bit I consider it a, a sort of a preamble to doing a detailed validation. So you want to know that, you know, there's no question if you do franchising correctly, uh, the model's thought out well, you've done some research, that it's a great leverage model. There's no question about that. It's proven. It's one of the, the proven leverage models for businesses. Uh, but the other question is, is it right for you, for your business and for what you want to achieve? And will it dovetail nicely into what you would consider your ideal business. And then, of course, if if you went through that process and it all made sense and stacked up, then it's all about timing. You know, so then it's like, is it the right time for you to franchise your business? So that's a key question. You know, is it the right time? You know, wh- where's the – in your business cycles, how's the market going? You know, where's your position at the moment in relation to cash and sales? You know, and there's there's some key things to consider – when you're looking at timing uh, of rolling out the franchise model, you know. So these are things that I would sort of look at uh, and consider in relation to the whole franchising. We, we obviously, you know, have a lot of confidence in the franchise model, but from our perspective, we don't necessarily see that it's the right fit for all our clients and for all businesses. And, you know, we, it, it work, it'll work well if it does support uh, the, if it does support creating the ideal business for our clients. So that's probably the key criteria. So thanks for listening. A little bit of information around, um, you know, the idea of franchising and how to sort of work out initially at a higher level if it's something that you should consider and might be a good fit for your business as a, as a leverage model. Thanks for, thanks for listening and look forward to catching up with you again. Ciao for now.